And recording. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. Test, test, yeah. test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Can you hear me? Good levels. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds really good. Sounds good. We're hitting yeah. about the same <laughs> hitting about the same levels there. Yeah. Uh, except my network says average network and yours says very good network. Why am I was the average network. network? Mine's literally maximum bars. The fucking internet here stinks. Yeah. Are you 4G in it? Well, no, I'm I'm using the Wi-Fi, but it's crap. It's crap. What did you Yeah. Okay. But um but you sound good. I think I sound I mean, you sound you good. Go. You a little bit you um your audio is a little bit like I mean video is a little crumbly. Oh yeah, a bit crumbly, but, yeah. Yeah. That's probably yeah. just due to the lighting. But it always sounds good when it's just <laughs> yeah. me and you. It always yeah. sounds good when it's yeah. me and you and then it's the guest that comes on and muckies it and fucks it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, it's always clear and then, yeah. I kind of uh, just wish it was oh. like, imagine if it was just me and you and we didn't have to have any stupid Doing guests. Me. I know, I know. Oh, stupid um, guests. I know. And we always have good, really good conversations when we call each other before the podcast. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we- Like we sometimes call, I wish that was the podcast. I know. Well, we call, we, we get on the call <laughs> at like half an hour before we do this. Yeah. We have a little, little chat. Thing. It's always just real. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just real electric, isn't it? That chat, that it's first so, chat. I wish, I wish it, it, people could hear that chat. Yeah. Do we waste all That's the juice? Maybe yeah, the no. trick is to just not talk. Let's try yeah. that next and even week. In the, Don't talk. E- yeah. And like when we're doing testing like this, we shouldn't talk either. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And then we'll start no talking first. Yeah, like professional athletes who aren't allowed to have sex um, to save their mojo. They save their, their, you know, their primal kind of... Uh, yeah. You don't want to talk well, about Well, I've been doing that too. Yeah, you've been having no sex. Although the the, yeah, ban, the, the, the ban has just lifted one The sex notch. ban's lifted, yeah. <laughs> sex yeah. ban has been... The sex ban is officially off according to the government of Victoria. Um, wow. we're, da- we're back a notch. So, yeah. There you go. So I guess the sex is sex yeah. is back on the market. It's, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, now I've just got to remember how to like talk to people in real life, you know? I know, I'm nervous like, about you, that. Yeah. Like it's going I back, went, it's kind um, of starting to go back to normal, but I don't know that uh, it's a bit scary again, isn't it? Well, yeah. It, it takes practice I went to, to just... Um, to Will's house last night, and how's he going? If, if he's he's doing really well, actually, he's is he? Put, he's building a computer. Yeah, shout out Will. That's classic like a, Will behavior, by the way. Yeah, if you don't know Will, which you probably don't. Building a computer <laughs> is basically what it will say on his tombstone. Was great at yeah, building computers. He's great at things like that. It's on the packet when you buy a Will. It yeah. says loves building computers. Well, you know, if he <laughs> if he builds a computer, you won't be surprised. Will and I were living um, in the country for three months in 2014. We were living out down at Fish Creek, Victoria. Shout outs Fish Creek, which is where Will's outs. from. And we were living in on his um on his like his parents' property down there for a while. Um, just getting out of the city, and it was really fun. And the whole time we spent down there, he was building um guitar pedals from scratch. It's so cool, isn't that cool? Yeah, he, yeah, that that is so Will. Shout and out to Will. Uh, how's the yeah. how's how about Will's invention? The um, I don't I, I, I don't want to mention it yet, just in because it's it's not patented, um, yeah. and I don't want anyone stealing it because it's Will's intellectual property. But how is so we probably can't mention it, yeah. can we? It's a great, basically, it's a great concept. It's really good. I wish very you guys, yeah, niche yeah. app <laughs> concept. Specifically for musicians, yeah. Um, we use the beta version. Um, ourselves. we use it. He's built. He's built a prototype, and um, we use it for our band, and it's fantastic. It's so good. I wish. Do you think we can say what it is, or is is that is that a no? Send him a text. I'll I'll text him, and then if he if he writes yeah. back and says yeah, we can talk about it, then um then we'll we'll bring it back up. Yeah. But, um. um but, yeah. While while you're texting him, um, 
So I went around the Will's house. He lives with good friends of ours, Jake and Sam. Shout outs, Jake and Sam. Um, Shout out, boys. They just live like two blocks from me, as you know. And um, I haven't left my house in like five fucking months or whatever. Live by myself. So that was very nice of them to invite me over. I felt really like honored and happy about that. Great. Um, Because they're taking ISO seriously. Like they're not inviting like... 10 people over for dinner kind of thing like no god no we want to have you over yeah Yeah. and um i walked in and it just felt like a weird fucking dream i was just like i didn't know what to like i didn't couldn't look anyone in the eye and shit oh really did you have that feeling it's like yeah i had the like awkward um i mean we're all really great friends so it was fine but like Mm. i was felt strange it felt strange really do you think they felt the same way yeah yeah a little bit like we're all looking at each other funny just like, you know, like we're all holograms of ourselves or something, like replicants or something like that. It wasn't yeah. like, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I know the feeling, I get that feeling intermittently sometimes just, you know, outside of, you know, these these isolation times where, um you know, when sometimes like you're hanging out with people and it just feels very natural and free and you feel unselfconscious and just kind of putting your focus onto the other people and enjoying their company. But other times you're just like, really, oh yeah, it's hard to even hold eye contact for five seconds while someone's telling you a story or something. It's odd that. Yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling and I had that last night. Who who said the quote? I can't remember. I heard it again this week, but um, hell is other people. <laughs> Have you heard that quote? <laughs> what does that mean? Hell is other people. Uh, oh, no. I mean, it just means that. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, I guess it just means like... Like hell, hell, hell is being, hell is other, other people. people. Yeah, other people is hell. Yeah, okay. I guess <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, well, get you it. Can't, I get it. It sounds yeah. like you experienced a little bit of it last night. I did and I didn't. Yeah, I guess I, it wasn't. It wasn't hell. Let me get that straight. I know the guys listen. <laughs> the yeah, big man of the show. Um, it was more heaven than anything. But um, it was just I can't remember why I got onto that. Oh, because I was talking about how the sex bands lifted, <laughs> and oh, yeah. um, and how I just got to remember how to not be a freaky dude who thinks that other people are hell and it should everything yeah. should be fine. You know? Yeah, it'll it'll ease back on. Um, mm-hmm. we we've we've we're back. We're booked on. We've got a band practice next week. We do. We got two. Fun. We do have two, and um, I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing Frank. Shout outs, Frank. Yeah. Oh, Jeff's yeah. calling me. Oh, hang on. Yeah, pick it up. Jeff. Oh, what's the matter? Put it on speaker. Ah, hang on. Doing everything I think, right? But it's like, I think that the authority to uh, use my headphone things is being funny. Okay. I won't be a second. I'm sorry about this. I hope we weren't going to go out live today. No, it's not live. No, Todd, put your, when you speak into the microphone when you speak. Sorry? I'm seeing if I can join you now. I'm so sorry about all this, man. Mate, no problems. Me and Jamie are chilling. Um, Here you go. We're... Oh, he's in. Jeff, <laughs> that's you. Sweet. I'm so sorry about how long that took. Don't don't be sorry, please. We can hear you perfectly. Good. Um Yeah. So great. you look Todd, great. I, Todd, um I love you both and I miss you. Oh, we we love you too, Jeff. It's so nice to see you, man. And I'm not just saying that. You know I love you. I love you. I boys. know it's not in your no, style to lie. I just you wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. Or to give any affection to anyone. Well but you guys. There have been a couple of times, um, Jeff, in, in the past though where I've Notice that I've said love you at the end of a phone call and then it's been met with yeah. a Yeah, okay. All right, all right see mate. you mate. Good all good to oh, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> like and guess a... what happens? I, I hang up and I do this. I go Ah. <sighs> uh, that could have been the last time I ever spoke to him and I didn't Yeah. And I didn't well, tell when him. When you were talking when you're in your podcast episode when you're talking about dreams, I wanted to be in the conversation. Every podcast that I, the three that I've listened to, 
And then when you're talking about dreams, one of the worst dreams I've ever had in my life was the dream when Jamie died <laughs> and we all like had to live with the fucking aftermath of that. Wow. Did you have that dream? Yeah. And it was like, because it was like in the height of us all, you know, living in each other's pockets and everything. And we're all yeah. so sad. It was the worst. <laughs> the next time wow. you sign off with, I love you, I'll sign off with, I love you too, because it's how I feel. I'm just not ready to say it. Do you remember mm. how I died? No, but I do feel like there was a bit of like misadventure. Yeah, that sounds classic, classic me. It could have been around, you know, like there was that time you, I don't want to dig anything up. Go on. <laughs> Remember that time you were like, you turned up on the steps somewhere of somewhere after a big night or whatever. Yeah. And everyone was oh, like, yeah. how'd you turn up on the steps? And I remember being quite affected by that. Yeah. I mean, I was affected as you were because you were living it. But, uh, yeah. but, uh, but, you know, I think it was around that time and I was like, yeah, just yeah. got to stick around. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, but, um, that was fucked. But how, I, I sometimes think about, I, I, I have this kind of gut feeling that I kind of know the way I'm going to die, and but I don't like to entertain it in case I bring it into fruition through some kind of magic, <laughs> the K. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And it could just be because it's the way my grandfather passed and I kind of maybe just feel like that's how I'll go. But um, oh, I'll spill the beans. I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. And I feel like it's not going to be as late as I would like it to be. Yeah, fuck, dude. That's hectic. My grandfather went that way too. So, maybe yeah. that's in line for both of us. I hope not. I've got this rank feeling that it's going to be like in my 60s, which is just way too young. Wow, yeah. can be but, um, too. Yeah, it could be. Well, he died at 52 or something, my grandfather. 54. There you go. Yeah. But I, I can only imagine he was smoking a lot of ciggies, eating a lot of like bad stuff. I've got a really good diet. So, I think I've got that in my favor, right? Yeah, I think you've got. A, I think you got a long future. Thank you. Oh, I think you made great life choices at a critical time as well, Jay. And you're you're ahead of the game. Thanks, Jeffrey. True. I will also commend you for that. Are we? Is this is this podcast started? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ages ago. Sorry, um, you're being recorded, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. We yeah. All the right sorry, mate. Use whatever. Um, but, but, do you know what we should do though? Let's what? play the in theme song. <laughs> Um, and oh, yeah. introduce our guest. How All about right. that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Catchy smile. You got that catchy smile. Stop a while. Come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby. We'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away together, baby. But don't tell your nonna. So, you've had a very informal uh, introduction to our guest, um, but here's a more formal one. Our guest today is a very dear friend of Todd and I. His name is Jeffrey Walker. He was a he grew up as a child star actor as a very young man about 19 became a director of television and has since become a very well esteemed and established director in both film and television he's directed shows like Modern Family Chris Lilly's Angry Boys he is the executive producer of our um, mockumentary series These New South Wales and his name is Jeffrey Walker hello Jeffrey hello Jeff oh, hello team I'm I'm very happy to be with you you're award-winning, and I think that's pretty cool. You're an award-winning, like, director. A director. How many awards have you won now, Jeff? Be stacking up. Uh, I, I've won quite a few, but they're all they're all sort of Australian-centric. There's been a – so it's some are for film festivals and some are for the Australian Academy Awards, which are called the Actor Awards. Yes, A-A-C-T-A. 
I wouldn't have called him that just quietly because it's a really confusing thing to explain to anyone. Well, I thought so the um, weird, isn't it? I thought the AFIs was a great name. Well, yeah, but also just like I assume that when when they first came out with Oscar a hundred years ago or eighty years ago, that would have been pretty annoying at the time too. That you had to explain to everyone what an Oscar was. But I heard that it was Jeffrey Rush that named it, so I think he named it after his own profession, and everyone had to. Oh well, that sounds about right. Are we allowed to talk about Jeffrey Rush on pod? <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to talk about him. Just got to yeah. clear it with legal. Yeah, clear it. Clear that with yeah. legal first. We'll clear that with legal. Get Jenny onto it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll email Jenny. Shout out Jenny Laylaw, our, uh, our lawyer. Shout out fucking Jenny Laylaw. Love yeah. you. She's a lawyer and her name is Law? Laylaw? Laylaw, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, she lays the law down, yeah. Well, I never <laughs> she even thought of that. Does. Yeah. Me either. Laylaw. Well done, Laylaw. Jeff. You're so sharp. She, yeah. could, she could win the law award, the la- the lawies. Um, the, yeah, Jeff, the law awards. I've, Jeff, I've been trying to... Well, you and I have both been trying to hook up on Mario Kart Deluxe 8 on Switch all week, but it hasn't really worked out mm. as yet. But no. there's been a lot of slanderous messages sent back and forth between <laughs> us, um, mainly from you. Yeah, mostly from me. I, my recollection is is that we played each other once on 64, and I think we might have even played for $5, and I think I think I won. Oh, you won? Oh. It's 11 years ago. Yeah, it's 11 years ago. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that sort of lands in your mind, so... Yeah, it's funny because I I can't even remember that. You see, I can't even remember that. (laughs) And it feels odd that 11 years later... History is written by the winners. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Wow. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But uh, I've I've been really... How long have you had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for? I don't know. Maybe like eight months or something. Okay. And mainly just playing against children or... Yeah, a six-year-old and a (laughs) four-year-old. Okay. Uh, I think so easy but it's how comprehensively, well, I don't know about that. I mean, it's the comprehensive nature of the flogging they receive on it that makes me feel like there wouldn't be, I wouldn't be up against much with you, hence my confidence. Who are you playing as? I spend a long time on that screen where you can like oscillate between which wheels and the engine yeah. and the weight <laughs> of everything, like to the point that people get really, really frustrated. Um, and uh, usually I'll start with a, a mid-sized character, a Yoshi or a, a Luigi Mario type. Nice. Um, I quite like the, the aesthetic of a silver Mario. But, yeah, I do um, too. Often I've got to wrestle that from my four-year-old. But I hate the motorbike. I think the motorbike was the worst addition to Mario Kart imaginable. Some of them are okay, but the one I know the ones you mean, the ones that make it impossible to power slide. They Kats, suck. Yeah. The handling's too good. It's, yeah, it's just not what, what we all signed up for. No, no, I don't like the motorbike so much myself. I, I actually play as Toad, would you believe? I'm a light character, mm. but I have um, been doing a bit of reading online and working out the best kart combo and... Um, and because I spend a lot of time on that stats page too, trying to get the best cart, trying to, get, and I've landed on a combo that I'm really enjoying, and um, mm. have been playing a lot with uh, Lockie, Lockie from DZ, who we had on episode one of this podcast. Oh, Shout yeah. out, Lockie, um, who's has proven to be a very uh, capable contender, and he often hands my ass to me on a plate. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm so keen to play online. It's probably the first game online that I feel like I could attempt. Uh, otherwise, it's just too intimidating because too many kids just like, they just play too long. I'm just never going to, if you haven't if you haven't achieved greatness by now, you're not going to find it in, their, in your lifetime. 
It's a bit out. It's a it's a jungle out there for sure. The kids are the kids are incredible. And 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 work wise, you've 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 started like an an interview show. I see, right? So I've started I've started an interview show that's for uh, that's through this um, organization called Australians in Film, which are based over in LA. And um, and it started because I really love that this is sort of a time where you can to try to generally be able to catch anyone you know on the phone or at home or whatever, particularly professional friends. It's just really tricky, you know, because the, if they're filming, the hours that everyone films are so long and everyone's busy and they just go missing from your life until you work with them again. Yeah. And so, and as you fellas know, you know, like I love uh, the collaborative and relationship nature of filmmaking, mm. you know, that you don't just go and do this job and you dig that hole and it's done and you never see that person again. You know, you, you really end up, you know, so close to everyone that you end up working with. And so, uh, I was keen to chat to the people who I really, really love and respect in front of the camera, um, but also have a personal fondness for and think that they're just you know terrific people and interesting people. What, oh, and nice. what sort of what guests do you have on have lined up, Jeff? So we uh, we're kicking it off with Ty Burrell, who played uh, Phil in Modern Family for a living. <laughs> yeah. So um, shout uh, outs, Ty. He's shout outs, Ty, and <laughs> uh, and he's just someone I adore and think he's wonderful and um, and you know. But but what's unique about that working relationship is that I would see him for like eight days a year, eight to sixteen days a year for seven years. That's it. Wow. So you sort of get a little glimpse into him and I've seen him socialize with him a tiny bit and uh, certainly seen him at work and he's uh, he's just incredible at what he does and so he felt like an interesting one to leap off with and then uh, a longtime collaborator in Guy Pierce uh, and Dowd who's in Handmaids um, as Aunt Lydia who's a terrifying character to play but is actually you know Anne herself is just a beautiful soul um, mm. and uh, Damon Herriman, who I've worked with, is an Australian actor um, who uh, played Charles Manson twice in two weeks last year for two different directors, which is quite odd. But uh, um, so yeah, so that they're they're the guests to kick it all off, and um, and then if it if it sticks around and. Um, and we've still got the time to do it. It's uh, it, I'll continue, and there's other people I'd love to chat. To. Nice one, yeah. Great. It's it's true what you mentioned there about like that that camaraderie, and you know you only see Ty. You're saying for like well eight ten days or whatever a year, but you probably feel as close to him as you do with people that you see far more frequently, um, just because of the nature of the work that you do together. It's so true. It's hard to explain that, it because it's so heightened that little period of time that you're with. I was thinking about this the other day that even though, you know, I first met Ty, let's say seven or eight years ago, I could probably recall, you know, every conversation, every exchange that we've had over that period of time. And when I would leave for a year, I would come back and just expect like it was yesterday. And of course, they've all gone and had a whole year and they've worked with a bunch of other directors and everything else. Mm. Uh, but for me, that show was almost in suspended animation. Each time I would revisit it, it would come back to life again. And then when I left, it would just, you know, it would just be the show you would watch on TV. Mm. Um, and yeah. the crew stayed much the same. And obviously, the cast stayed the same. Um, and so, yeah, it is, it's a, you know, and it, as you both know, a film set, is, it's just a, such a heightened space, a workplace or in any sort of circumstance. So, it's, um, yeah, it, it certainly doesn't feel like it's the, you know, the brief little glimpse that on paper it is. I guess it's because, for me at least, working on a film set, there's this like high level intensity of, uh, I guess, like adrenaline and it's fear and excitement and all these things mixed into one. It's quite a like a, an intense state to to be in so maybe that's part of the glue that kind of bonds people on on in environments like that and it doesn't get and you know those nerves and that excitement and everything that never goes away ever yeah. you know you know now i'm like 30 years deep into going onto film sets and every single morning i'm like so nervous it's hard to open the, the door of the car to get out <laughs> and start it all um and i love that you know i think you're, you're so lucky if you care enough about it 
would, you know, you go home and stress about it and think about it and, mm. and how's today going to go and everything. And so, it does make each day, you know, much more heightened. Jeffrey, one of my personal favourite days of shooting these New South Wales season two was the day that you were on set playing yourself and you did, uh, you were, were gracious enough to play a washed up child star version of yourself. It was a stretch. For those who are listening at yeah. home, Jeff Jeffrey was Bronson in Round the Twist or a Bronson, yeah. I should say, in, in Round the Twist, but probably the Bronson for most people, right? You were the... I mean, there were a couple of Bronsons, but yeah. Well, I was Bronson, Bronson too. I was I was Bronson the sequel. Right, right, right. And then there was another one that followed that followed me. But, um, but, you know, I think that people remember that show for episodes, you know, and I was in probably a couple of episodes that are memorable. So, therefore, <laughs> to mm. those people, I would be that. The Bronson. You, you, Any time that you've been a child actor, no matter what you go on to, you're still a washed up child actor. <laughs> there, unless unless you continue to act, that's the only other version. And then then maybe you're not. But, uh, but no, I wear it as a – I have to wear it as a badge of honour. I don't know mm. how else you can uh, – but I, I was – yeah, I was super nervous going back in front of the camera again. It's just, I, I don't think I'll ever do that again. You were nervous that day? Yeah, man. Well, I'm nervous, as I said, like, every day I go to work. But but that day especially, because I'm just like, but also I was like, I got to the end of it and I felt what all of my actors, when my actors come up to me and they say things like, I did that scene and I would like to have, and I got home and just went, yeah, I would have done that all, like, differently. And then I, so maybe it was a good <laughs> It was a good experience for me to now share the pain of what actors feel like at the end of each day when they feel like they could have done something different or whatever. That that day that you were shooting with us, you were your wardrobe was particularly memorable. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. A plaid, a plaid <laughs> checkered shirt that's not quite fitting well, and a straw hat that might have been popular in two thousand seven. Well, yeah, if that. <laughs> and some denim shorts and stuff. I think that was. Yeah. I went. This is this is when the in the terms of the character, this is the last time he bought clothes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's what we're running with. Yeah. And yeah. I remember um, one thing that stands out for me about that day is is um, when you and I were doing a. a talk to camera and I said that um, that my dad used to fuck your mum and I remember <laughs> yeah. that you weren't, re- you weren't ready for that. Well, that was take one. That We did that shot at about 7.15 in the morning as well as I was just turning <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. I think that was just like, if you're not if you're not going to roll with these punches, Jeff, I don't know if you're in the right show. Yeah. You've hardly digested your croissant. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. finished my flute of champagne and left the four seasons. Yeah. There I am. <laughs> yeah, that was Yes, good. but of, uh, just to set the record clear, my dad never once fucked Jeffrey's mum, but he did on many occasions fuck Todd's mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Jeff, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel no, good. It doesn't I feel good. Right. How you felt. Yeah, sorry. No, um, yeah. Is that, is that okay no. for you to say that? Well, it just, it comes, you cannot be told that even in a joking sense and not have some sort of visual companion piece that goes with it. Yeah. Yeah, I actually. I felt it physically more than visually. Yeah. Mm, it just the visceral thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's like mm-hmm. a, like a wrecking ball, like hit my kind of chest, like a. So- and like do you a- immediately think about? Do you immediately think about your mum watching or listening to? Yeah, it? that's what that's yeah, what that's I thought what, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mum, if you're listening, which I don't even know if she does, um, to be honest, we haven't talked about it for some reason, but um, I apologise. And it's all, it's all fun games, isn't it? Really, until someone gets hurt. Um, that was a really fun day. Looping back to that, I loved it because the because the, uh, the June rats were there, and they're just like oh, the yeah. <laughs> most fun guys I've ever met. And I've bumped into them since. 
I just loved it. Yeah. You couldn't have you couldn't have paired off, you know, two more perfect in sync groups or people than myself and those dudes. Yeah, you, you guys are just exactly the same in every way. We're exactly the same. And but and, and then like but I remember their 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 interview or ad lib stuff that they did in that bus was just fantastic. They were um yeah. they just were so funny. It was funny. That was stuff. a funny scene. A memory that really sticks to me from that day as well is um, at one point BC um, from Junior Rats had to yell at the bearded pelvis and um, call him a dumb old sea bomb. <laughs> and um, and he and we did a lot of takes of it, and he kept yelling it, and then he would come over between takes and go, "Hey." Does Paul know I'm like? Does he know I'm acting? Like I feel real bad. I hope his feelings aren't hurt. And then I go, Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. And and Pelvis go, Mate, it's just we're just acting, mate. This is part of the story. Like you've got to call me that in order for the for the story to work, mate. It's it's fine, mate. We're we're yeah. actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's funny. It's so shout funny. out. Shout out BC and shout out Pelvis. Shout out BC. BC and shout out Pelvis. That was so good. I mean, it's a funny. It's a hectic line, and he had to. <laughs> it was full on. It's kind of, Jeff, you've really been an instrumental part of, of our show because, it, well, for the listeners who don't know, Jeff is uh, is an executive producer on our mockumentary show, but it's also because of you that we have our other executive producer, which is Laura Waters, because you introduced Laura to Ben, my brother. Um, oh, yeah. And, and it's it's funny because Ben actually, Ben actually tells a, like an anecdote about um, they were, Laura and Ben were working together and Laura came into Ben's office and Ben said, oh, we're, we're thinking about making this this mockumentary show and we're going to try and get funding and stuff. And Laura said, don't bother with funding. You, that's just going to tie you up. Go and make it. Just go and do it. And Ben came and told me and Todd that. And we we're like, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. I remember let's make that, it. sitting at the Darlow Bar in Sydney outside and just going, fuck it. All right, we'll shoot it in January. Let's just make this. Yeah. And, that's um, the whole reason yeah. we made the first season so... Um, in such a DIY fashion was because we were kind of spurred on by Laura, who we met through you, Jeff. So, so thank you. But she's also, I mean, Laura's interesting too because she does really high-end, big, like, HBO shows. But she is, uh, she's, like, so keen for grassroots DIY mm-hmm. to the death. She is. She, she really is. is. Ethos, you know, she, and, and yeah, yeah she, she's always keen, like, if <laughs> she's, I think she's also slight contrarian when someone says, oh, this is how you do something or this is, you know, this is the right, you know, she's like, I'm going to do it the opposite, you know. So, yeah, I yeah. think that, you know, her seeing the, the infrastructure that you'd already set up with, you know, the band and the fact that there was a, a blurry line around, you know, how that band worked and everything else, she was, uh, she was dead, you know, she was absolutely right to be able to say, you know, you guys go and make this thing, you've got everything you need. Are you, are you vaping? What what are you vaping there? What is this? Is it a scented thing or is it just nicotine or what is it? It's um it's a vape, yeah, it's a jewel and it's a it's actually vanilla flavored. Um oh, wow. Yeah. It's back in rotation. Do you mind? Do you mind, Jeff? No, not at all. I I I'm fine with it. I just uh I knew that it would be there would be some interesting flavor choice going on in there that I was curious about, that's all. Yeah, well, I'm a sweet tooth generally speaking, so I um I tend to to favor the sweeter flavors. Hmm. Jeff, are you still a uh live are you still an eat to live guy or have you become more a live to eat guy i have gone through a change jamie oh my god all right we don't get to see each other as much i'm absolutely like loving cooking and loving food and loving shopping for food and finding good food and i cook dinner every night for the kids and i do beautiful breakfasts and i cook beautiful dinners for brookie and i and wow i've really i've really changed the only thing i would say about the the live to eat i don't need to eat a lot no i don't need to have a big lunch and have a big breakfast do it like i'm happy <laughs> just to a have big like, dinner yeah. oh, i don't need all that yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah. I, <laughs> um, but I do, I do like. I, I, if, I, if we're going to have something delicious for dinner, I'll almost like, you know, fast for the day and then have something super nice for dinner. Oh. And I, lo- I do love cooking and I've changed a bit in that way now. Um, but wow, but I, but I will say when I'm at work, I'm still like eating is the last thing on my mind. So when I, you know, the catering and all this stuff, I just, I'm not, you know, eat it, don't eat it. I couldn't care less. Can I give you some advice? Please. Eat when you're at work. I haven't eaten at work for 11 years or something. Okay. Too nervous. What if I throw up or something? Well, oh, all I'm saying... I do go and eat, but I just don't think about it. Just like, have a bit, have, don't have it. People always come up and go, are you, are you eating? What's wrong? And they think, you know, and then that stresses me out. Mm. I have a couple yeah. of eating problems. What are they? I tend to choke relatively often, <laughs> fairly often. I choke on what I'm, whatever it is I'm eating. I think it's just from excitement of like... Well, it's either I haven't quite worked it out yet, but it's either that I can't wait to get through the meal so that I can get back to doing whatever I was doing. So, I kind of like rush a little bit or I'm just so excited by the flavor that I just want to stuff more in and I just don't uh, perhaps chew as well as I should and I, I quite frequently, like unless I'm being really mindful, I choke. Um, do, you cook, do you cook a lot yourself? You know, I do. I've actually had a revolution in the last couple of months. I will say there is a superficial quality to cooking that I love, which is when people eat it and they like love it. When they go, oh my, oh this, <laughs> Jeff, oh Jeff, oh, Jeff. This, this is, is amazing. No, I'm going to say it. This is the best <laughs> something I've ever eaten. No, don't. No, it's true. I've never had it. Yeah. Oh, stuff. I love all that sort of flattery that yeah. you get when you give someone a nice meal. And the other thing that I love too is that we often have quite a few people just drop around, even if it's like four o'clock, and I go. I'll cook everyone dinner. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no. I'll cook. Oh everyone. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I a good feeling. They want to stay, and then I'm just like, go and get the thing and yeah. the fish and do all that. And then the praise yeah. at the end of that. I mean, it's like an orgasm. Flying high. Yeah. I it goes. That, it goes like sometimes the praise lasts the entire meal to the mm. point where you're like, oh, like I wish they'd shut up so that I could just concentrate on eating my meal Fast, and not yeah. having to not having to be so like smiley and um, thankful the whole time I'm eating. Yeah, being thanked <laughs> too much is like yeah. draining. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. I know. I know. You said it already. <laughs> sort of like yeah. Now you're just being selfish. Last Friday yeah. night, I cooked a palak paneer. You did. And it was restaurant grade, ten out of ten. I'm. I don't like. I don't know. Some people might think I'm a bit of a bit brag, braggad, braggadocious, braggadocious. I don't know what the word is. A bit of a braggart, but um, it was really good. It was divine. It was restaurant grade. Um, palak paneer, and I got it from a website called Cooking with Manali. Uh, cooking with Manali, the palak paneer. Follow the instructions to the T, and you will end up with a mind blowing. Um, a mind-blowing uh, palak paneer. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you know what? Know. Do you know what palak paneer is, Jeffrey? Light on me. It's a spinach-based vegetarian Indian curry um, mm. that is basically just pureed kind of spinach with um, paneer cheese. Um, mm. It's creamy. It's uh, got a little bit of spice to it. It's extremely healthy, but you wouldn't know it because it just tastes so so good. You know. <sighs> but anyway, you guys aren't. Yeah. Are you vegetarians, you guys? Or you were vegetarians or something at one point? I'm vegetarian. You're vegetarian now. Right? I'm vegetarian, yeah. And Todd's, well, I'll let Todd speak for himself, eh? I'm a vegan. There you go. Wow, extremely impressive. I have the plaque paneer. Well, yeah, couldn't have that. But it does sound nice. Um, What's yeah. that joke about vegans? Um, how do you know if someone's vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. On this Is occasion, you told Jeff, like, well, you were about to tell Jeff. Todd was like reluctant almost. He was the antithesis of that joke for a moment. Yeah, he was. He was. And, and also that joke wasn't in reference to Todd because Todd doesn't ever go out of his way to tell anyone he's vegan. I'm a cool vegan. 
You're Although, cool can, I say, can I say, it does feel good to tell people. I'm just very aware of the joke, so I don't do it. But when you tell it someone... It feels good? That, yeah, I feel like I'm up here and you're down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. It feels good. Jeff, you there? Uh, Hello. Here he is. I had a burst water main at the front of my house today, and I just don't know if there is some... It's just sent all the bad techno vibes into my house. Techno vibes. I don't know how, but they did a lot of work. I don't know if they've hit a cable. I don't know what's happened. Do you, but you don't believe in energies and stuff. No, I don't. You don't, and you I don't think believe... I'm more, literally con- I'm more literally concerned that they hit a cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but, and you don't believe in ghosts either. I don't believe in I don't believe in the supernatural mm. at all. I'm, Oof, no. I'm pretty with you. But it's so much more fun to like life yeah, is like exactly. imagine that a bloody ghost could come and walk into your room one night. Yeah, I mean, no. I would live so differently. But do you concede that? Well, I guess you don't. Do you even concede that it could be possible? <laughs> I I don't, and that's I think there was a period of time where I would have been the agnostic equivalent of a you know ghost believer, but I. Yeah, I I think what I've kind of determined in, in life from my point of view is that perhaps the most incredible force that is so hard for us to comprehend as human beings is coincidence. Mm. And so I think so much of the mysticism and mythology and theology and everything comes out of our lack of being able to comprehend how incredible coincidence is. Mm. Because some things happen and you're like... Well, that's got to, I mean, that's just too much, mm. too much to take on. I've got to believe there's something out there doing. I'm like, no, that was so incredible by virtue of its more grounded qualities, which is the fact that it was just a remarkable coincidence. Don't you think that on one level, just simply to run into someone in the streets of Melbourne that you know is a miracle in itself? Like how many people are yeah, there I, in Melbourne? At face value, that's, that's amazing enough for me without thinking... Universe has got my back today. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, I'm quite a spiritual person, but I, I, uh, I'd say probably a very spiritual person actually. But um, I don't, ne- I don't necessarily. I'm not really closed off to any ideas, but I don't necessarily believe in, uh, you know, oh, I got that parking spot out the front of Coles. Uh, someone's looking out for me. I don't believe in that. I think that's coincidence. Um, I, I ask the kids to pray for car parks. That is my one chink uh, in the armour. Does, does it work? Has it ever worked? <laughs> well, it has worked. See, I think, that, I think that some people would say, well, by the, by the very nature that you've done that and it's worked is, is almost as good as proof. Some people would say that. How is yours? How does your spirituality manifest beyond what we were just talking about? Where Where are you on your spiritual journey at the moment, Jay? Well, I just try to keep up a practice of prayer and meditation um, on a daily basis. And when I pray, I, I'm not praying to a denominational god um, whatsoever. Um, really, I've kind of fallen to the, the the agnostic sort of side as a as a uh, you know in terms of faith is that I just don't know what God is or or anything. I don't really have a, a conception of it. I just believe in a um, in a I guess I'm kind of pantheist, you know, like I don't really believe there's a difference between the divine and the material. I think that the material is also part of the divine. You know um, that there's that it's it's not dualistic in that way. Like it's you know us and God. It's just all one kind of thing, which is God. <laughs> if, if that right. if that sounds understandable at, um, at all, but um, but yeah. So my my practice just involves like uh, praying just for you know um, just to see the truth because <laughs> it's very yeah. hard. It's very hard to 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 have any clarity. I think as a human being, sometimes it's very hard to be clear on things. And um and meditation, which I just 
have really, it's taken me, I've been interested in meditating for years and just had such an on-off practice. And at the moment, it's probably the most consistent I've been with it, you know, pretty much on a daily basis for just 10 minutes in the morning. I try to keep it um, chill so that I can get some level of consistency going with it, you know? I think that, I mean, I'm, I love meditation, I you know, but I, I think I'd probably approach it that if you don't sort of stop and take stock and empty your mind for a moment and, you know, you're not sort of letting yourself be open to some of the bigger thoughts that are, you know, awaiting you that day. I think that there's, but again, I probably have to ground it just for who I am a little more in that practical space as opposed to maybe, uh, you know, but I think that everyone who's on their, on their spiritual journey progresses and goes backward and forward in it. They really do. Different meanings of different types. 100%, 100% it does. And, and really like I, I want to say as well for me that the, the you know the word God and even the word spirituality is like is is really brings up a lot for a lot of people and inc- myself included you know I was never I didn't grow up in a religious household I'm still not um, religious per se you know um, I don't have those those kind of convictions but um but for me really spirituality is just about like uh, you know watching in, in awareness and in meditation watching watching the mind watching how it operates. Um, and not, uh, and you know, not identifying with um, every thought that comes through, and allowing it to sort of like rock me around. You know, trying to get, trying to sort of develop some kind of awareness like that. I was thinking a little while ago that it feels like when I was trying to detect in that sense of like, or what if there's a meaning of life or a common thread. The common thread seems to be to me, from you know, from my point of view, is that we all, every living thing, and even you know, beyond the concept of what living things are, it seems like everything is craving an interaction with something else that morphs and changes that thing, whether it changes them or change. I mean, obviously we're living through a virus at the moment, which is kind of like, a, you know, the perfect example of it. But even like, at, you know, at, the, at a grand level, a black a black hole is trying to suck in and, and, you know, work with something else to create something new. And if you think of, you know, when you go to like a, a rainforest, you see there's a tree, but then the vine wraps around the tree and it's trying to pull it down and, you know, humans are trying to, you know, interact with each other and create a new something. And I, I feel like the, the desire to interact and change or interact and grow or interact and survive, the interaction seems to be the thing that, you know, drives all of those energies that, you know, exist in, in the universe. That's quite a spiritual outlook, you know. Like, I think, you know, people are quite quick to um, to lump, like, spirituality in with, like, Hessian fisherman pants and, like, incense burning and, like, uh, I don't know, contemporary dancing or something. But, you know, that's quite that's quite a, a, um, a spiritual, like, con- no concept. Or idea that you took no shoes, um, yeah. be underarm BO. Uh, yeah. Um, f- 22 old festival wristbands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but um, um but yeah um can i completely change the topic go on not that i'm Please. not having a bad time but yeah let's open up the mailbag the junk mail jeff you want to go through the junk mail with us love to yeah right. it's a, to be asked um okay you guys ready yep. question one this is from jordan graham x uh at jordan graham x um is australia finally giving you the recognition you deserve well, yeah, actually, they are. I mean, we've been toiling away at, uh, at you know, songs and touring and stuff for a while, but we, but the, it's been the podcast, you know, it's been the podcast that um, has finally put us in the charts. We're charting, baby. Yeah. We're You'd charting. Be the judge. So, That's a recognition to me. We've been writing music 
TV shows and they haven't gotten in the charts. But the podcast is charting. I'm just just excuse me while I look up the charts. Um, what a great punk Apple Podcasts Australia music music charts, and we are we're sitting at a tidy 32, which is down 10 spaces from yesterday. So yesterday we were at 22, now we're at 32. Um, but it's good because we were we were we debuted at 20 on the charts. We 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 were rocketed back to 173 and then further back to 193 then we popped back up into around 50 yesterday we hit 22 and now we're at a tidy 32 so thank you very much thank you very so, much you know if we're going by the flow like this will be our trough 32 so we're going to push back up to i'd say in the tens next week hopefully I so we're climbing back up there um Jeff, is Australia finally giving you the recognition you deserve? Didn't you make a list recently? Like an iconic Australian uh, list? Well, there was one really weird one, which was that they looked at the Australian, uh, the most memorable Australian television moments uh, with The Guardian. And number one was Julia Gillard's uh, misogynist uh, speech that she gave uh, directed at Tony Abbott. And number 19 was Bronson pissing over a wall Yeah, <laughs> uh, from the early 90s. And she even tweeted... I think uh, you know, tough to beat out the competition of Bronson pissing over a wall, but I'm glad to you know, glad to take out number one. <laughs> okay, uh, so you you've definitely got it from an ex prime minister. I'd say that's not too bad. Yeah, uh, it's not 23 on the charts, but it's not too bad. No, I'm not making 23 on the charts. Question two, uh, it's from a a got. Um, do you guys have any pre-show rituals? Oh yeah, well we do actually. Right? Um, yeah. For, for furthering, well, yeah, we do. We um we like to stand in a tight little circle, like a scrum, if you will, and we have usually about a twenty second meditation. Um, and then we uh and then we do the little kissy kissy yeah. thing. We blow kisses into the middle yeah. of the ring. Yeah, and when we meditate, we all our heads touch. We, yeah, we lean true. our heads like they're all in like a thing, so you can really feel the energy. Do you want to? Do you want to like just get present? You know. Do you want to do it now? Let's have a, just yeah. a. 10 second meditation followed by the kisses into the into the microphone you ready like that <laughs> well done i feel good me too um okay uh, what are you guys up to this Arvo? That's from F underscore Lass. F Lass. Uh, Jamie? Well, I'm going to scoot down the road and get a bunch of flowers because um, Kate and I are going to go visit my mum tonight for the first time in months. What about you? Um, I'm going to go to Smith & Deli. Um, oh, vegan treats. Yeah, it's nice vegan. We get um, it. You're a vegan. You're a vegan. Get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's pretty lame. We'll edit that bit out. Um, Not on my watch. And- I bought a new vacuum this week. Oh. So I probably unpackaged that and yeah, test it out. Did you go one that uh, is battery operated or uh, that you got to plug it in? Battery. Yeah, battery's the way. You never go back. What's the make? It's Kogan. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Kogan. <laughs> nice. Where's that sitting on the chart, that brand? Well, yeah, I don't know if it's any, like how good it's going to be. Like I was a little bit like it could be shit, but it could mm. be good. I'm hoping yeah. it's going to be good, so I'll let you know. Didn't we? Didn't we record our first album in, or the a, a little bit of our first album when we recorded in that studio in Melbourne? Wasn't that? I think the owners of that studio owned Kogan. Whoa, really? I think That's they did. 
What, the one a, with Dane? Yeah, the one with Dane. Yeah, so we recorded most of it in a World War II bunker in Western Sydney, but then we did a few songs in a studio yeah. in Melbourne, some bumfuck suburb. And I'm sure the studio was like a tax write-off for the owners of Kogan. Oh, my God. And the guy literally had 40,000 guitar pedals and 20,000 guitars. It was so strange. And he was Russian. That's and that's Kogan money right there. That's, yeah, that's straight up that's Kogan fucking, cash. That's straight up yeah. Kogan cash. Like, it's a pretty weird website. They sell, like, everything, but they also just make their own brand of fucking everything. It's so weird. Yeah. So weird. Um, Jeff, what are you doing, Sabo? We're going around to see uh, Brooks, folks, and we're going to leave her with all three of our children, oh. which they're allowed to do now in Queensland for, like, the first time. Oh. So, Brooke and I will be able to uh, take a breath because I have to say I'm sure that if there's anyone listening with young kids, this has not been the time to learn a new language and finally write the book you've always been wanting to write. No, That's and if I, could, if I could recommend a language to learn the Savo, I'd say German because it's quite easy and you German. should be able to pick it up by... I've got to cram it in so I yeah. can say I've achieved something during yeah. this. Yeah. Romantic yeah. language too, German. Yeah. Um, um, Jeff, speaking of which, I would like to thank you for taking the t- finding the time. I know it was probably pretty difficult on a Saturday afternoon, Saturday lunchtime. I'm very, I'm very glad to have seen you guys and chat to you guys and I really, really miss you and and I miss seeing you play and I miss uh, all the things that you guys are so active in so many different levels and I'm so glad that you've, uh, you've found a podcast to be able to vent your creativity Oh. And allow us to feel as connected. Your audience now feels like they're a buddy of yours, which you know I feel privileged to call you guys buddy. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't feel too close because we want to keep them yeah. at an arm's length. You know what I mean? Exactly. You got to got to keep them. Not they need to know buddy. where they stand. Did you have to perform a show in rubber gloves, Jay? Well, I didn't have to. It was kind of an aesthetic choice. Okay. I've always loved the black <laughs> the black latex gloves, and I found a box at um Office Works and. Uh, mm-hmm. I wore them on the stage. In fact, that show that we played in Sydney was the last show that we played and it was the day that the F1 got cancelled. It was like kind of a big day in the COVID-19 thing, you know. Yeah. It got cancelled and and, uh, Scott Morrison made that stupid-ass comment about um, on Monday the football will be cancelled but uh, but I'll be, you know, I'll still be going this weekend and yeah. On Sunday, yeah. Yeah. And One of the more regrettable moments of the entire oh, journey. Just, but oh, I'll be going. It Gee, I might not get to see them play for a while. It's like, I don't care if you get to see them play for a while. What's yeah, that matter? Just yeah, not. really not. That was, that was funny for us too because we had a show that night, 400 people, like pretty sweaty, like all rubbing all over each other. And like th- that's the day they announced that like anything, any event over 500 people has to be cancelled. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, all right. And then, yeah, we were like flying back the next day. It was all pretending to shit. Yeah. Real weird. Um, um, okay, we've got well, two more questions. Should we, should we power through? Nah, or? Fuck, the, fuck the questions. Yeah. I think we've passed that. Yeah, um, so, um, well, Jeffrey Walker, what a great punk. What a great punk. You're a great punk. Thanks so much for coming on and having a chat, mate. Yeah. Thank you very much. I was, uh, I was very glad to be asked and I, I'll, be, uh, I'll be listening into all other and following episodes. And, and maybe maybe this afternoon if you get a sec, well, you won't get a sec with Savo, but sometime soon you could, um, you could, we could add each other on Mario Kart and have that race that we've been, um, we've been so meaning to have. Yeah, if you'd like your ass handed back to you, that would be, um, that would be a great thing to do. Yeah, yeah, no, no problems, mate. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be taking photos of the crown upon my head and posting them on our social media and um, and showing you up for the coward that you truly are. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'll find Toad. Don't worry. I'll find that little Toad out there. Yeah. Um, all right. What a great punk. Love you lots, mate. Thanks for chatting. See you, Jeff. Bye. Love you guys. Wait. Okay. That's the end of the pod.